Hello and welcome to the Equine Physio and Rehab Podcast. My name is Dr Gillian Tabor and I specialise in the treatment and the rehabilitation of horses. So this podcast is slightly different to some of the ones that I've recorded before. It's actually a video that I made that I posted on uh, Instagram and Facebook, but um, I quite like the topic. I quite like the fact I got on the soapbox that um, I wanted to describe and uh, explain my thoughts with regards to quality of movement, range of movement, and how to use those during rehab and training. So uh, when you listen into this, uh, bear in mind that I'm stood in front of my horse in the stable being recorded. Uh, you're not missing much except obviously my beautiful horse, um, but the uh, what I'm actually saying, I think uh, should be quite valuable to you. And uh, yeah, I welcome any feedback, any thoughts or comments. And if you want to see further things like this, then please do go onto my Facebook page, which is Equine Physio and Rehab, and uh, on Instagram, Dr. Gillian Tabor Physio. And if you like the podcast, then please do screenshot it and share it on your stories and then I can have more people listening and sharing more information uh, and as much as I can. So I'm going to click play on this video and uh, I hope you enjoy what you listen to. Hi everyone, well my horse leader is munching behind me. I wanted to do a video talking about this concept of ideal movement, the perfect movement in rehab and training and also thinking about what might be technically correct uh, and what might be considered incorrect. Well, firstly, unless you're putting yourself or your horse at risk, to be honest, I don't believe that there is any kind of incorrect movement, except for the ones that are likely to predispose the horse to pain or cause injury or cause a reason why you're not going to progress um, properly, I shouldn't say properly, but comfortably through your rehab or training plan. So there may be instances that there are movements that we want to avoid. So say that you've got a soft tissue injury in the lower limb, a tendon or ligament injury, then you're not going to want to go in a deep unstable surface because that, putting the horse in that kind of movement, might cause further injury. Another common uh, situation is the idea of kissing spines and the fact that if we have our horse in an inverted, a hollowed back position, then we're going to cause approximation of those dorsal spinous processes and therefore potentially them to impinge, uh, rub together and cause pain and therefore this kissing spine. So there are sort of boundaries to what is correct and incorrect movement. But in terms of what is technically correct, if you are putting yourselves in front of a judge, whether that is as a low level um, local competition, whether it be say Western riding or British dressage um, or anything that is based on what you look like, then that obviously will be a technical, technically correct way of doing things because it's going to be marked against, against a sort of very strict set of criteria. And if you're a Grand Prix dressage rider, you know, the other end of the scale, a few millimetres of position of the hooves during your half pass or you know how your canter pirouette is carried out or the balance of your horse then yes there is a technically marked yes this is good or no this isn't quite so good however when we think about rehabilitation and training we need to consider that actually all movement is generally positive to a system what we want to do is we want to increase the ability of the musculoskeletal system to manage movements in a variety of ranges, directions, amount of force, amount of pressure, um, the range of motion that we're after, so that the body can then tolerate 
a different movement. So there's a, a saying, and I, I heard this through um, somebody that I've been following called uh, Kathy Sierra on Panther Flows, and she talked about some, some idea that it's not the issue on the sports field that causes the injury for the player, it might be that they got out of car, the, their car the wrong way and that was the injury. So if we only think about correct movement being a very narrow bandwidth of what is available, either in flexion and extension or rotation to the left or to the right, uh, or lateral bending to the right or to the left, and we're looking for this, you know, this finite, beautiful, you know, this little package, what happens if the horse steps out of that little zone that we've trained them for? So what happens when we turn them out in the field and they play or the ground isn't quite right and they slip and their legs go away from them? If, as part of our training, we have taken them through those ranges of motion, then they're going to be much better uh, systems. They're going to have greater capacity. They're going to be more robust for those extremes of movement. And then the other thing to think about is that actually... Take an example of asking the horse to step their hind leg underneath their body. Now, when we go straight on a straight line, it goes forward under the body, uh, forward towards the front leg. But when we go around on the curve, that inside hind leg, we're thinking about, oh, you know, technically correct, we want that inside hind leg to step forward under the midline, and we don't want to go to, too far to the other side. But actually, that limb has the ability to move through those ranges. It has flexion and extension at the stifle and the hock and the limbs lower down, but it has a hip that allows rotation and ab and adduction, opening and closing. So we might be asking for a specific position in our movement and we will reward our horse for, whether that's taking pressure away or adding a reinforcement, we reward them for putting it where we've asked them to. That is absolutely fine. But what about saying, right, I want you to put your leg underneath the midline. I want you to put your leg more towards the inside foreleg. I want you to put your leg more across and underneath the body so that we have explored those ranges of motion. So I'm not taking away the idea that when we're training, we're aiming for something particular. And obviously, you know, our, our sort of goal is to get that particular movement. But how about having 10 particular movements and training towards each of those so that our horse's body gets to explore in a nice, safe, controlled way with us directing and reinforcing the right way, uh, the, the right movement, ensuring that it's not causing pain, looking to see what our horse finds easy, what they find difficult, uh, and perhaps actually being confident enough to say, yeah, I'm not in front of a judge today, I'm not doing a dressage test, I'm not, you know, I'm not having to do anything specific, so let's have too much neck bend, let's have a little bit of head tilt, see what happens. You know, God forbid, you know, you did that in a dressage test, it would be marked down. But the joints of the upper neck allow that rotation, so it is part of their normal range of motion. So, the long and short of it is, I really, really want you to explore ranges of motion in a safe and controlled way. The extremes may cause problems. I'm not saying go there all the time, but just be a little bit braver. Try a few things, try a few movements, uh, and, and see how your horse gets on with it. So that's, you know, that, that's sort of a little bit of a tip from me, um, that you're not necessarily doing anything wrong. What you're doing is you're exploring movement, and that's okay. So long as you know what you're doing, you are doing it in a, a controlled manner. It's specific, 
um, you aren't causing your horse any pain uh, and um, you, know, you aren't going to uh, go in front of your Olympic panel of judges and say, well, actually, I'm going to do it like this. No, that's not what I'm saying. But you know, just have fun with your horse, try things, explore, experiment, uh, and be confident that if you and he and they are safe, then you're not necessarily doing anything wrong. So there you go, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, any feedback, as I said, just let me know. But I uh, hope to catch you on, your ne on the next podcast. Thanks. Bye.